0: Hello, hello, hello. Hey, I'm your host, Matt Morgan. And I want to thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode or tonight's episode or, well, you know, this episode of Are You Listening? And really, are you listening? I'm curious. Are you listening? Uh, Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But the only way I'm going to get the message out there is if I get the message out there. So if you're listening, great. If you're not, okay, you'll find it eventually. It'll come around. Once it's out there, it's out there. It's going. It's gone. It's, you know, you'll find it eventually. It'll end up in the stands of time and eventually you find it. Again, as I said, hey, I'm your host, Mad Morgan. And um, hey, you know what? You can uh, you can help me out a little here, as always. Please check out themadmorgan.com. Yeah, themadmorgan.com. And if you're feeling really generous and one of those great, good people that are just so awesome and, you know, typically the goat. I know I don't know if that's still considered modern slang or hip and cool and whatever slang. Yeah, I'm dating myself here. Yeah. And if you're really feeling like you want to be super awesome, go to themadmorgan.com support or you can just find the link in the top right hand corner of the madmorgan.com and uh, throw us a few bucks we'd appreciate it because you know what um, you know this is uh, not free so you know we do this out of our own pocket and we're trying to educate and entertain and, and help you evolve and enlighten you but um, you know we could use a little help a few bucks here and there do help any contribution is good and we appreciate it and there's many sources and ways you could do that with whichever you feel comfortable so that is my, you know, I guess some people would say you're begging for money. Well, you know what it is, it is what it is and life's expensive. So suck it up and deal with it. Chances are, if you're complaining about it, you're not creating because you don't understand the time and effort that goes into it. All right, enough about that. Today, today, this is what we're talking about. And this is near and dear to my heart. Today's topic is, and our title is Blinkers and Signals and Morons. Oh my. Yes. Today, we're talking about moron drivers. It is the biggest pet peeve of mine. The biggest pet peeve of mine is bad drivers. Stupid, idiotic moron drivers. There should be testing done on a regular basis or, or, or driving should be monitored and your insurance goes up. You know, for every stupidity thing, that you do, there's so many bad drivers out there. And I know it's a cliche and I know it's like, oh, well, this has been done time and time again. Well, it's true. It's true. There's so many. If we had less moron drivers on the road, then we would actually have less pollution, believe it or not. Believe it or not. But there's so many moronic people that shouldn't be given permissions to drive a motorized vehicle at all. At all. My number one pet peeve is blinkers and signaling and everything else. I mean, we'll get more into the moron drivers as we go along. But let me just tell you, my biggest thing is blinkers. Now, let me just explain to the ignorant out there, the, you know, backwoods, complete morons out there that don't understand the concept of signaling. I constantly see this when I'm on the road. Okay. Unless you're going in a straight line, straight line, you just don't need to signal. You change lanes, you signal. You turn, you signal. And don't signal while you're doing it because that's just a moron move. Okay. You don't signal while you're doing it. You're supposed to let the people behind you have fair notice as to what your intention is, okay? Simple, 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 simple. People behind you, people in front of you, whatever the case may be, but you have to let people around you, other drivers know what your intent is. If you're changing lanes from behind, guess what? The car in front of you is looking in the rearview mirror and they want to know what you're doing. So what if they decide to change lanes and you didn't signal and they run into you? It's your fault for not signaling. Even though you're changing lanes, you know, behind them, they still need to know what your plans are. What if their plans are to go in that lane? Well, that's the whole point of signals. Linkers. So, you know, it is to let people know what the intent is. What is your intent? What do you plan on doing? And if I have to see one more complete moron do this at the time that they're actually doing the action, I just want to get out and bitch slap them. I don't know if it's a politically correct way to say that, but I just want to smack them. I don't have road rage. I just hate morons. I hate idiots. I hate stupid people. Oh, you can't say that this day and age. You're going to offend somebody. I don't care. Maybe people need to be offended to get off that road and learn how to drive. You consider yourself a competent driver? Show me. If You consider yourself a skilled driver? Show me. I'm not seeing it. I don't care how fancy your car is and how rich it is and how expensive it was. I don't care about that. The biggest violators are the idiots that drive the fanciest and most expensive cars. BMW drivers are bad. Audi drivers are bad. The two biggest violators are, for some reason, people that drive those vehicles. It's really mor- moronic is BMWs are the worst drivers around them, you never know what they're going to do. So unless you're going in a straight line, if you deviate from a straight motion in any form or fashion, you're supposed to use a signal. You are. 99% of the time, no matter where you are in the world, unless for some reason you have some stupid laws in your part of the world, the reason for blinkers and signals is to notify what your intent is. And if you don't use them, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. Get offended. Send me hate mail. I don't care. Whatever. It's the reality. And I'm sorry you don't want to own up to your ignorance. I'm sorry you don't want to own up to being a complete moron. That's on you, not me. If you don't do this, then great. You're not one of the people. If you use your signals the way you're supposed to and your blinkers they're the same thing, by the way. Signals, blinkers, people call them different things in different parts of the world. Then fine. Then you shouldn't be offended because you're not one of those idiots. All right. So signals and blinkers are supposed to be used before you do the motion. And if you do the motion in any other direction other than going straight, even in parking if there's other vehicles around that are moving, then yes. Okay, maybe in the dead of nights when no one else is around and you're in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, I can understand not using your signal. But even then, if you don't re- do it subconsciously, that's part of the problem. If you always do it, it becomes ingrained in you, and it becomes just automatic. You just do it. You just do it. You don't think about it. You just do it. You just signal. It's like it's like your body takes over. It just knows when it does that, you have to signal and boom. It is a finable offense. It really is. You can get a fine for it. You can get a ticket for it. And other people think you're a complete moron. I do. I I, I literally drive up to somebody that doesn't know how to use your signal and look at them and go, yeah, you look as stupid as your actions. You do look as stupid as your actions. So, okay. Yeah, you look like a a real big moron. Okay. Fair enough. Well, you know, I guess it explains a few things. You know, you're an idiot. It's fine. But honestly, Okay, so driving, driving, and more driving. Now, here, here's one thing I want to get straight here. Driving's a privilege. It's not a right. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. You think you have a right to You don't. If you don't know how to drive, get off the friggin' off the road and take the bus or walk or get a bike, okay? If you're not going to follow the rules of the road. Get the hell off the road. Simple as that. Simple as that. Just get the hell off the road. We don't need you. We don't want you you slow down traffic you cause accidents you pollute the earth more because of your stupid actions uh, I can go on and on and on and on and on you, you waste resources you waste time you waste people's you know that are actually our competent drivers and you know efficient people from being able to do what they need to do so really, Just turn in your license, buy a bike, get a bus pass, whatever the case may be, just get the hell off the road. And especially if you're one of these morons that didn't get hugged enough as a child and needs to make a very loud muffler On your vehicle, very loud sounding car, nobody's impressed. You know who's impressed by your loud sounding vehicle? Maybe teenage boys if you're a boy, but teenage girls, if they're impressed by the loud sound of your car, they got daddy issues. I'm sorry, they do. And if you think that loud sounding car that's over the top made loud is going to benefit you beyond high school. Could you imagine pulling into a professional, like a, a big Fortune 500 company parking lot and professional environment sounding so loud, blaring music and, and and rattling the windows with the fact that you lack a muffler and just making all that. Do you think you're going to have a professional job? Do you think you're going to have any dignified position with any company. You would be a black mark. You would be an embarrassment to that company. No company has ever said, oh, you know what? We want to hire, you know, Joe because he has a loud car to the point where you could hear it 10 blocks away. That's just representing us so well. No professional big money business has ever said that. Actually, no business whatsoever wants that kind of because people don't want noise. They don't. So you're just impressing your buddies, whether you're A girl or a guy, you're just trying to impress your buddies or maybe fit into the clique or fit into the crowd or whatever. Okay, so you have a fascination for cars. You realize that the best cars in the world are the most quietest cars. Even the powerhouse sports cars, they do have a a tone to them, but they're not super loud. It's like a purr, okay? It's like a purr. It's not a loud, obnoxious sound. So wherever you get the concept from, I mean, I know people have their 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 fastener, furious, wet dream fantasies and want to live out that and think it's gonna be all cool that's gonna last you until like the end of high school and then beyond that if you do it you're you're a moron i mean if you need that kind of attention driving down the road then obviously you need therapy and you need more hugs and i would be really upset with your parents for not hugging you enough that you crave so much attention from annoying the hell out of everybody else. Like there's good intention and bad attention. If you need to get that much attention annoying other people around, you have issues that you need to deal with, deep-seated issues that you should seek therapy for and blame your parents for not hugging you more because you're seeking attention of any kind and you're seeking the bad attention. And 99% of the people are not impressed with you. The only people are going to be impressed with you are people that have the same issues as you. I'm sorry if that sucks to hear, but it's true. It's true. I hate to be in the bearer of bad news, but it's true. It, you're, just, you're a small demographic that is impressed by that loud noise, whether it be, I mean, I'm sorry to say, for, you know, all the easy riders out there, I'm sorry to say, but even for motorcycles, I, I don't know, maybe it's a different thing, but you, you don't need to hear that kind of noise in your neighborhood at three o'clock in the morning when your family's trying to sleep. It is what it is, but... I think there's some deep-seated things you have to address. I really do. And hate you for it. Fine, whatever. But, you know, this is my viewpoint. And, you know, there's a lot of the other people that... I, I can't recall a situation where I've been around a dozen or more people where we've heard this loud, obnoxious car or or motorcycle go down the road making obnoxious amounts of music or loud music with the windows rolled down or even a loud muffler. And I have never actually heard or seen anybody go oh, wow, that's so cool. Never. The only thing I've heard is complaints. Like, why? Why do they do that? Why are they idiots? Why do they have to make that kind of noise? It's always why, 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 why? Do you think you're being a rebel? Hey, you're not being a rebel. You're being a moron. And frankly, I'd be embarrassed to show my face because if I pegged you out as being one of these people and you came into my business, I wouldn't serve you. If you came in for my job, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry. You have really poor life choices. I don't think you are fit for our company. That's exactly what I would say. I would. I would base it on that stupidity. Not You're not practical. You're, you're flamboyant for no reason. All right. Let's get back to driving. Now, temperament's important with driving. It really is. Temperament is important. And if you have road rage, if you have a short temper, if you lack patience, get the hell off the road. You are operating a, a, a weapon that's over a ton in force that can kill people. And if you can't have patience, if you can't control yourself behind the wheel, then again, you shouldn't be behind the wheel. You got to really, really wrap your head around this fact that you shouldn't be behind a vehicle for a lot of reasons. And keep in mind, everybody is going somewhere when they're driving. You're not special. You're not entitled. You don't deserve to butt in in front of everybody else. You don't, you know, you're not special to the point where, you know, you're more important than the other 12 cars that you cut in front of. Like, get your head out of your ass. Like, I try to peg people like that. And if I actually catch a look at those drivers... I remember that face and go, huh, okay, okay. We're gonna see how entitled you are if I ever come across your path in any sort of capacity where you want special treatment. I would love to be one of those people. I know this might sound morbid, but I would love to be one of those people that works in like an emergency room or something like that. And one of these drivers that felt so entitled that they had to, you know, sneak their way or skim their way in front of all the other drivers that are patiently waiting in like a lineup of cars or at a traffic light or trying to merge or something like that. And I would love it if one of these people came into the emergency room bleeding out of all orifices and everything else and then de- demanded service and demanded to see a doctor and demanded, you know, help and everything else. I would love to. To be that person that receives them and go, oh, I'm sorry. No, you have to wait your li- in line. You have to wait your turn behind everybody else that was already here before you and patiently waited and everything. I would love to be able to do that to that person. And if I was ever given the opportunity, I would do that. I would. Because you need to learn your place. You need to learn your position. You need to know that there's a social order for stuff. We learn this stuff in high school people. We learn this stuff in high school. This is elementary. We Learn this when we're kids of how to wait your turn, how to get in line, how to be considerate to other people. We learn this. And if you forgot it, then you have the maturity of less than kindergarten because that's when we learn it. Yeah. Again, put you in the moron category, put you in the moron driver category of ignorance. Listen, he's a very valuable term here that I use and I live by religiously and it's called integrity. And integrity is such an important thing. And you really need to understand what the definition is of it. But I'm going to give you the layman's terms of integrity. It's doing the right thing when no one else is watching. Just because you can get away with something, you know, doesn't mean you should. Okay? there's a social order of stuff and you break that social order. You become part of the problem. You break down the fiber of society. And the only way that the fiber of society is going to get better is if there's order. If everybody starts being kinder and considerate, you're one Action is a domino effect. You have to understand it's a domino effect. It affects others around you and then it changes their tone, their mood, their temperament, and so on and so forth. So you might think it's a little action, but little actions become big actions. If you throw a stone, a pebble into a lake, you will see how it ripples, especially if it's a calm lake, calm surface. You throw that little stone, that little pebble into the lake and you see how it ripples across the whole lake. It's the same thing with. With your little actions. It's you getting one car length ahead of somebody else that's been patiently waiting, upsetting them. That dominoes to other people behind them, etc. and so forth. It has an effect. So that negative action produced negative energy, produced negative feelings to produce people having a bad day, they're passing it on to their families, their spouses, their people they work with, whatever. You cause that ripple effect. And you may think it's such a small thing, but it adds up just like that pebble that's thrown in a calm lake. It's a it's a little, it's effect. And lo and behold, you are one of the problems. So you can't complain about how the world is. You can't complain about how things are being unfair because guess what? Your negative action, your impatience, you're not waiting your turn is what actually catered to, yes, lo and behold, how things went south, went negative, went bad. Congratulations. You got yourself to blame. Negative actions, negative thoughts, negative feelings. Now, okay, there's a certain limitation, certain area that you're allowed to make more mistakes than others. And that's somewhat in teenagehood. Teenagers are crazy. I didn't really realize this when I was a teenager, but having a teenage daughter, I realized this. They don't think straight. They don't think right. They think they have it all figured out. They don't. But beyond that, their twisted way of thinking is they're they're still trying to learn uh, truth and the consequences. So actions and consequences. There's a, so some people don't grow out of that. They are stuck in it. Adolescents, believe it or not sticks between roughly about 12 upwards to 25 for some people, for, for the late people. it could. That's how long your teenage years can last, okay? A whole 13 years, believe it or not. It's crazy, I know. Some people don't grow out of it, even beyond 25, into the 30s and 40s and 50s. They never mature, they never grow up, they never le- learned their actions have consequences. But you got to remember, you're one of about, at this point, about 8 billion people on the planet. So the more little negative things people do, especially when driving. Let's get back to the driving because that's what the show is about. It affects more and more people because it's not just you doing it; it's down the streets doing it, and across the ways doing it, and ten blocks down the ways doing it. And it's all these little, little negative effects that are, are dominoing and it's clashing into each other and causing all these negative areas because everybody keeps doing it. All these people are doing it, not just you. You are part of a bigger piece of of things. But your little actions and their little actions and everything else. So think about it. If you had a population of... I guess the actual figures, say you had a population of, let's just round it to a, a thousand. For about one of every hundred people, there's one psychopath. Okay, so that's roughly 10 psychopaths per thousand. Think about that one and think about the size of your city. Now, psychopaths are basically people that are non-empathetic towards anybody else and are self-serving. They don't see the consequences of their actions. And they're numb to everything. They have no empathy for anybody else. Okay, just to round up the definition. Now, I'm not saying you're a psychopath, but your actions are psychopath non-empathic, non-empathetic. They are self-serving. They're selfish. And you got to realize that that is something that you're doing and you might not even notice it and subconsciously. You know, you're acting on this stuff and you're not correcting it and you keep doing it. And it's just going to cause more and more problems and it's going to have a domino effect. And before you know it, this is why the negative things build up in the world. And this is how we get it to where, you know, we go into a whole bunch of different areas. And you will cover all this on a lot of different episodes, a lot of different areas. But in driving, in driving, which is most most important, there's so many cars on the road. They create pollution. They create accidents. They kill people. They are almost as evil as money is. There's no reason for it. There's no reason why you know, people should be carpooling. They should be using public transport. They should be using cleaner vehicles. Hopefully we get there one day. And I know we're gradually. Like trying to work our way to that direction. But in the meantime, if you are one of those few people that do, do drive, you should look at your temperament. You should learn patience. You should know the proper rules of the road, how to actually drive and be considerate and safe. You know how to use your blinkers, know not to speed, know not to swerve in and out of traffic, know not to be aggressive on the road. I mean, I can go on. These are all common sense things, all common sense things everybody should be doing. And that includes you. If you are one of these few that decide to be ignorant and stupid and aggressive and everything else, get off the road, get some therapy. That's what you need for everybody else in general, though. And let's just start with something that I started about at the beginning. Blinkers and signals need to be used long before the action of actually either changing lanes or turning or whatever. And they should be used consistently. Do it. It becomes subconscious and you do it without even thinking about it. Don't be one of these fair weather. Oh, I'm going to do it once in a while. Like I've watched people that are like, okay, so I've watched five instances where you should have used the signal. And then finally you use the signal on the sixth one. And I looked at this and I'm like, you're an idiot. I've looked at people that do that. Well, these people that all of a sudden decided the last second they're going to turn into a street don't signal. I mean, unfortunately, if I rear ended this guy, I'm technically at fault, which I think is not right. I think I shouldn't be at fault because he didn't signal. I think cars have to be smarter to actually monitor all that stuff, and I'm hoping they get to that point. Like, you know, I think a vehicle should monitor, OK, how far is the car behind me? OK, did this driver actually signal that they were going to make this motion? No, they didn't. Oh, the car behind. Sm- mashed into a okay let law enforcement know that the car that decided at the last second to swerve into an actual side street, make that turn, did not signal, and they're an idiot. Plain and simple. I watched it go today, and I'm just like, oh, I'm like, why did I hit the horn? Instead, I flipped him the bird. I don't care if he was looking or not. I don't really care. It made me feel better, but yeah, I flipped him the bird. Some stupid green Jeep down in my in my way. But I'm like, oh, wow. Like, come on, people. Seriously. Come on. Get your heads out of your asses. You've earned the driver's license, or maybe you didn't. Maybe you skimmed through it. Maybe your cousin gave you the test. Whatever the case may be, if you have a license, I think, one, talking to the DMVs of the world, you should do regular testing based on violations, based on how about a competency test every couple of years? I know you don't have the resources for it, but there's got to be a way to help these moron drivers deal with their flaws. There's got to be. Listen, the only way we're going to change things, folks, is if we all work together. I know it's difficult for eight billion people because everybody's only seeing the world from their viewpoint, and they happen to be the center of their world. The very few people can see the bigger picture, unfortunately. Very few people can actually see the interaction and the importance of one versus the other and separate them as being the center and start actually looking at everyone else. It's a very small, small percentage that can that can actually see the bigger picture. Those are usually the ones that are the higher IQs people that can see that kind of stuff. The general person, their center of their universe revolves around them, and the moves outwards from there, unfortunately including when it comes to driving, not realizing that everybody else in the road has somewhere to go and they all have the same objective, but you think you're special because where you have to go is important. But you're telling me the other 20, 30, 40 cars on the road that you're in mixed of traffic with, you think they're just out for a Sunday drive in the middle of the week? No, they got places to go too. Don't ruin their day. All right. Okay. So please try to take a self-look at yourself and the way you drive. This is my, my closing on this one. Take a look at the way you're driving. Do you signal all the time? Do you follow the rules of the road? Do you stay between the lines? Are you aggressive? Do you, I mean, look at all this stuff and use some common sense because at the end of it, if you have at least three violations in a whole list of stuff that you know you should be doing, and if you break at least three of those, you know, out of at least a dozen, then yeah, you're you're pretty much a moron driver. Like, I'm sorry, but you are, and you're going to have to suck it up and deal with it because that's the way it is. And I'm hoping you get tickets and I'm hoping you get fines and I'm hoping you get your license suspended. I'm also hoping your car gets impounded and crushed and or crushed. I hope it gets crushed. They do that in England. I think over in Europe, not only will they take their license away, they will actually crush your vehicle, which I think is a brilliant thing. I think it's a very good penalty to basically get drive the point home. I think it's a good idea. I think we should start doing that all over the world. Okay, that's about it. This is my show for, you know, well, what would we go with? We went with blinkers and signals and morons. Oh my, yes. That is today's episode. Hey, I'm your host, Mad Morgan. I want to thank you very much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Hey, I kind of like this new series of Are You Listening? Because frankly, if are you listening? I don't know if you are. But you know what? The message is out there. It's in the airwaves. It's going to other planets. It's going out there. And eventually it's going to get heard. And I'm hoping that it helps create the positive enlightenment an education and, and ev- evolution that humankind needs because we need to get there. I mean, people, some people are like, yeah, you're just bitching and complaining and, you know, venting and, you know, whatever. I'm like, no, actually, somebody has to speak their minds to make change. And change doesn't come easy. I understand that. But somebody's got to make the motion. And that's what I'm here to do. This is what I do with all my podcasts. This is what I do with all my shows. And this is what I'm going to continue to do. And there's two things you could do to help out that. Well, one thing you could do to shut me up. And there's another thing you can do to actually help me out. If you support my vision and my cause, my mission, and you can find out that information on themadmorgan.com, hey, you can give me some support. A few bucks here and there makes a big difference. Five bucks here, even, even a cup of coffee is fine with me. That will help me keep going because I have money that comes out of my pocket away from my family every single month in order to pay for everything that goes around our shows and our hostings and all this stuff like that. So that could help me out. I would appreciate that. Now, that's if you are supportive and believe in my mission and want me to keep going, great. I would appreciate that. Now, if you really want to shut me up and get me off the airwaves, there's something else you can do. Yes, there is something else you can do, believe it or not. Uh, You can give me a lot of money at least $5 million, at least $5 million, no less than $5 million, US that is, and I will get off the airways because I will use that money to educate in other fashions. So I can't guarantee that I'm not going to move forward with my mission, but I can guarantee you I would never make another podcast. Okay? I will never make another podcast for $5 million or more, depending on where we are and the inflation rate that might go up. So right now, $5 million. And that will get me off the airways and I will never make another podcast. But for your average working Joes like myself or Jills, Joes or Jills, please buy me a coffee. Five bucks here helps me out. Makes a big difference. You know, see what you can do. Check out madmorgan.com, It's our central hub for everything. If you can help us out, support links on there, information. I've just added an article and document section. Check that out. I'm only putting a lot more stuff on there. I started getting going on that the other day and I'm pretty excited about it. So check that out. Other than that, hey, as I said, I'm your host, Mad Morgan. Thanks for tuning in to Are You Listening? And I will see you next episode.